0: the zaddy zone welcome to the zaddy zone zaddy zone welcome to the zaddy zone what's up sexy zaddies let's talk red light do you have wrinkles yes i do sore muscles yes i do psoriasis eczema scoliosis migraines sleep problems arthritis acne scar tissue wound healing needs well red light therapy could be very very helpful to you i've been using red light for many years now and i recently got myself a handy mini red light from boncharge it's about the size of my palm you may have seen i put it on my stories i um i put it on my face i put it on my chest and i put it on my balls i had lots of questions from a lot of people the other day when i put a story up of me with this thing in my pants anyway it's amazing for testosterone and hormone health if you're interested but it's amazing for a lot of things 10 to 20 minutes each day it contains both near infrared and red light it's designed in australia it's sleek beautiful lightweight design they come in a range of sizes there's the mini which i've got there's a slightly bigger one than that which is the demi and then there's the max and the super max which is designed to hit the whole body at once Bond charge ship worldwide in rapid time easy returns and exchanges 12 months warranty on all red light devices but Bond Charge don't just do red light therapy They do low blue light bulbs, perfect for nighttime, you know, by your bed type lamps, blue light blocking glasses, EMF protection products, infrared sauna blankets. So if you're looking into those, instead of getting a big sauna, which costs like $5,000, these ones are much more cost effective and, and, and blackout sleep masks, super handy stuff. Go to boncharge.com forward slash Zaddy and use coupon code Zaddy to save fifteen percent off. That's Boncharge B O N C H A R G E dot com slash Zaddy to save fifteen percent. XOXO Zaddy. Well today I have Ulrich Dempfler, who engineered and developed the world's only reduced exertion hit rehit bike. Alongside leading exercise researchers, Ulrich is the co-founder of Carol, a bike that can get you fit in five minutes. Yes, you heard that right, and he has the science to prove it. Ulrich Dempfler. am I? How am I pronouncing that? Do you like that? Uh, that? That's excellent. That's about as good as it gets for 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 non-Germans. Okay, but let me let me see if I can get it good as a German. Watch this, Ulrich Dempfler <laughs>
1: Yeah that, that is really that is really good. So I, I would introduce myself usually as Ulrich somehow like Eric Ulrich. But uh, yeah, that was excellent. <laughs> Ulrich Dempfle. <I>, my <laughs> children can't pronounce it as well.
0: <laughs> well, I, I have to say I'm so happy that you're here because my mother-in-law has been using the carol bike for the last what two through three months perhaps she's lost 20 pounds. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's really awesome. I'm so, I'm so pleased to hear that it works for her. I mean, that that's about the amount of weight that I dropped when when I started using Carol. When we, you know, when we had like the first working prototypes that actually worked. So, mm-hmm. well done
0: to her. I'm I'm very very pleased to hear that. And I think the thing about it, what the reason that I thought it would work so well for her was, previous to that, she'd she'd come to me. She had high cholesterol. She 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 had um, she was struggling with her weight. She wanted to lose weight, and she was also pre diabetic. And she Mm -hmm. came to me and she was like, I want to go on a regimen. I'm like, okay, so let's walk for half an hour a day. And for some reason that just wasn't, she didn't, she couldn't commit to it. And then it was like, okay, well, how about lifting weights for 15 minutes a day? Couldn't commit to it. Five minutes on a bike. Can you do five minutes a day? And she can commit to that. And I think that's why this is so special. It's because for people who have, who who struggle to commit to an hour of a day, five days a week, let's just say. It's very, very difficult to, for them to commit to that. But five minutes a day on a bike in your garage—that's easy to commit to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you don't even
1: have to do it every day. So mm. three times a week—that's that's what we recommend. And yeah, so uh, it summarizes why we mm. why we've why we've come up, why we've developed the bike because um, so many are struggling to get uh, sufficient exercise, and it, it really has become that the the couch is amongst no is the biggest killer and so that was our intention to develop such a bike to to overcome those barriers to exercise and yes so 5 minutes to find the time that should work for most people we're, mm-hmm. we're not saying it's so so those 5 minutes there's um, 220 seconds um so so it's basically the all the training stimulus comes from 220 second sprints and mm-hmm. Then there's a little bit of warm up, recovery, and cool down, and those 20, two 20 second sprints are quite intense. But so yeah. it's not uh, quite a free lunch, or that you, you get something for nothing. Mm-hmm. So you have to work for it, but it overcomes the time barrier, and you can fit it. Uh, like most people, should be able to fit it even in the most busy schedule.
0: Yes, I, I can attest to that. The two 20-second sprints are difficult, but you think about 40 seconds of a day, and there was a few moments with my mother-in-law where I, I she was waning in her interest in the bike. Like I, I was like, uh-huh. have, you done, have you done it today? She's like, no. And I go, Tracy? I go, five minutes, 40 seconds. And she's like, I only want to do the 10-second sprint. I'm like, no, the f- <laughs> you're going to do two times 20 seconds. It's 40 seconds of your day that is difficult and that's what it takes you know for this metabolic health and it was amazing that it was amazing that i had to like try and convince her of that eventually convinced and it's it's clearly worked for her, for her but let's let's go from the beginning because most people listening will be wanting to hear about how you can get fit and lose weight in 5 minutes how is this the case like how is this possible
1: yeah yeah sure so so carol has been designed to be the bike that gets you fittest fastest Mm-hmm. And the the magic all happens in those two 20-second sprints. So um, with Carol's AI and the personalized resistance and the instant resistance, how it's applied, you manage to push to your limits in those two 20-second sprints. And with that, with going all out in those two 20-second sprints, your muscles... Demand about a hundred fold more energy than at rest. Mm-hmm. And you force them to mobilize, to mobilize a, a large amount of muscular glycogen. So mm-hmm. muscular glycogen is, is like sugar stored locally in the muscle. It's your emergency energy reserve. When your aerobic uh, kind of energy system isn't fast enough to, to provide all that energy and isn't able to, to, Satisfied, this massive peak, you have to tap into into your glycogen reserves. It's an it. anaerobic exercise, mm-hmm. and you mobilize loads of that glycogen. You, you don't actually use it, so it's uh, there's a little trick in there. So you just okay. mobilize lots of that glycogen, and because your emergency energy reserves get depleted, it your body sends a signal to itself, so it releases. a a molecule called AMPK that is bound to that glycogen. And so if it's taken out of the stores, it gets released. And then downstream, uh, another molecule called PGC1-alpha gets released and activated. And those are master regulators for many important functions in your body. So one is uh, they regulate mitochondrial biogenesis. So Mm. mitochondria is what produces energy for for your cells, Mm-hmm. And these molecules are the master regulators for how many mitochondria you develop and and how large they are and therefore basically how much energy you are able to produce. Yes. and the other thing that happens is you you develop greater volume of blood plasma and and your heart gets stronger. And so mm-hmm. this very short two 20 second sprints, and the release of the mobilization of that glycogen, even though you, you don't burn through all of it, is enough to trigger this stimulus. And I, I know it, it sounds quite hard to believe, but there's, um, there's, there's a ton of very serious scientific research independently from various universities that has proven that it works. And, you know, it, it even it, it gets more unbelievable. It's not just that two 20-second sprints are enough it's that more sprints or longer sprints would have less benefits. Mm. And that, that's where people kind of think like, hmm, can that be? But it has been shown. And it's thought that if you if you do longer sprints, so if you do more traditional types of hit, mm-hmm. and you know you have to do like six or eight or ten intervals for yes. so 40, 50, 60 seconds, you can't operate at your maximum intensity. It's impossible. Um, right. It would just hurt too much, and so there's like you pace yourself. You 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 go as far and as hard as you can, knowing that you have to do that many. Whereas we really do the minimum amount, but we help you to get go really all out. Yes, and they're so short that almost the pain. <laughs> there is a little bit of pain involved. Yeah, Let's
0: there is. But Those twenty seconds yeah, are tough. But it's,
1: it's almost the toughness comes after you've been through. So the last five seconds are tough, and then kind of catching your breath afterwards. Then you like yes. you, you notice like holy, what was that? Um, mm-hmm. And then kind of uh, you know you recover quite quickly. But w- when I do the exercise, I find it's actually kind of just after the sprints that's hardest. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Catching your breath again, and and um, so it's, it's like you trick yourself a little bit. You, you push through those twenty seconds and then afterwards, yeah, that was really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what I'm kinda of hearing about the muscle glycogen is that that is that the energy is mobilized, but it's not mm-hmm. used. So therefore, um therefore like So you use in- a
1: little bit of it, um, just not the whole thing. So glycogen molecules are quite big molecules, okay. um with with lots of branched polysaccharides of like sugar. Mm-hmm. Um and you just nibble of the the very outer branches, and then okay. the rest just floats around and, and gets broken down after the the exercise, and the, it creates a decent amount of lactate that um, you know has has other benefits actually. For example, that that gets uh, transported to the brain where it increases serotonin levels, and, and oh, wow. it actually helps combat uh, anxiety and, and just generally helps with your mood. But yeah, so you you do use a little bit, just not um yeah, just not the whole amount. You because your body doesn't know like this is a fight or flight situation. You you mm. trick your body to to perceive that as a threat that, like you have to fight for your life or run for your life and it doesn't know that this is that this is just 20 seconds. So this might be a really dangerous situation and you have to I don't know, like it's it's like a, a death match. Yes. Um, and so it, it provides all the energy that you could possibly need in this. But what we say is like, no, that's fine. After you've mobilized that glycogen, that's enough. Now we can stop again. So you don't have to mm. go through with that death match.
0: Yes. Well, for anybody out there listening who's wondering about this is curious. When I do the Carol bike, there, there's a there's a voice talking to me through it that explains Well, you're walking or you're riding along on a peaceful day, it's a beautiful day, then out of the corner of your eye, you see something running at you and it's a tiger and you have to sprint. So you sprint for 20 seconds, as hard as you possibly can. And at the end of the 20 seconds, the voice says, you're there, you're fine, you're safe, now breathe. And so that is actually, so in a way, that's what my question is, Ulrich. It is, is it a mimicry of nature is it a mimicry of nature in some way that when we were using energy as cavemen, that we would actually only sprint for short periods of time? We wouldn't be running for long, long periods of time.
1: So yes, exactly. And it it um there they are just different adaptation pathways. Um mm. so certainly exercise usually works. There's a dose response relationship. Um and generally you get more benefits if you work longer or harder, and it's it's maybe not quite linear, but it's the more, the better Sure, And that's one pathway. Um, and then we have this fight or flight pathway, this emergency situation pathway where you just need this short, sharp shock. Mm-hmm. And that triggers a different adaptation pathway. Um, and that would um, basically yeah, simulate a mm, caveman like hunter gatherer like um, situation where you have to fight for your life, run for your life. And, Basically, if you if you these emergency energy reserves are depleted, if they're empty, that's a pretty stark signal to your body that it has to get fitter and stronger. So it's right. it's a severe disruption to to what's called homeostasis. It's a mm-hmm. very severe disruption to to homeostasis. It's very momentary, but nevertheless, and that triggers that triggers the signal to your own body that it has to get fitter and stronger. And that's what happens, and it's it's very noticeable. So you get the the main benefits are you get um, a significant improvement in VO two max, so that's okay. your aerobic fitness and how much oxygen you can burn, essentially, how much oxygen you can use. Okay, um, and you like studies have shown, and this is quite consistent over several studies, that you get an improvement of around twelve percent in only eight weeks. And, wow! And to put that into context. So VO2 max is, uh, yeah, so I just say it's the most important physical marker, like physiological marker, the best predictor of longevity. And um, so a 12% improvement in such a fundamental physiological marker is very significant. It's very noticeable. So it's not subtle at all. If you do this for eight weeks, you will feel very clearly the benefits. Mm. Or another way of looking at it is if we, like during aging, we, we lose about 10% of VO2 max per decade. So in only eight weeks, you can more than compensate a decade of aging and, and feel 10 years younger. That's that's pretty noticeable. Uh,
0: l- let me just stop you there because I really want to understand VO2 max. Um, I Because I don't understand it. The way we use oxygen. Uh, explain it to me like I'm six. Okay, <laughs> sure. So...
1: Um, VO2 max. So V is for speed. The, mm-hmm. the O2 is, is for oxygen and max is just m- maximum. And it's your maximum ability to, um, metabolize oxygen. So whatever, like every process where, where our cells basically create energy or exert power and so on, mm-hmm. we burn either fat or sugar, both kind of chains of carbohydrates mm-hmm. or, or carbon chains also fat that just gets broken down in, in more steps so we we burn carbohydrates to water h2o and and carbon dioxide co2 and for aerobic activity so your your normal operating mode normally you're in an aerobic state okay um, your ability to, to metabolize oxygen, is your your rate limiting factor. So if you do intensive exercise for a while, you you hit a wall or you you can't go any further beyond your your aerobic threshold. For Uh a very short period of time, you can use different energy systems where you basically anaerobically create energy. And this is actually, so it's not quite, even though the sprints are anaerobic, the mm-hmm. adaptation improves your aerobic fitness. So Got it. we During the sprints, we use the anaerobic energy systems, which is mm-hmm. first we, we use a little bit for one or two seconds, the ATP. Um, so that's the, the unit of energy that cells use um, that's just floating around. Then the next eight to 10 seconds uh, is the phosphocreatine system. We, Got we it. use that. And then we burn glycogen. So the sprints are just long enough that we go through these like ATP and phosphocreatine energy systems, yep. then tap into the glycogen system, but only long enough. So we don't have to – the glycogen system would last us for 60, 120 seconds, like 90 seconds roundabout, mm-hmm. but we don't have to exhaust it. We only have to tap into it. It's enough to, to mobilize the glycogen.
0: Yes, it's like what you said before. Like You're just taking off the edges of the – of the glycogen but you are burning through the atp and you're burning through the phosphocreatine which is part of what you're saying is is so advantageous to these short 20 second sprints is that we Mm -hmm. get to burn through that where we otherwise maybe wouldn't if we were just doing a 30 minute jog yeah
1: exactly exactly so you use different energy systems um and what you you also improve your anaerobic fitness Mm -hmm. but the the main benefit is that you improve your aerobic fitness measured by
0: vo2 max and got it um, that's yeah that's very noticeable so your fitness levels improve so that, that would mean that your body would be get would get better at using oxygen absolutely yes got it at the using oxygen and at
1: delivering oxygen so mm. there's there's two sides to that um, using oxygen that's basically how many and how large mitochondria you have in your cells. Mm-hmm. To, to basically burn um, carbohydrates into, into CO2 and water. The other is the oxygen delivery system. So that's your blood plasma volume, your cardiac peak flow, how much how much blood you can pump with each stroke, and also how dense your capillary blood vessels are. So mm. how well you can transport blood to your cells. And all of those improve. So, yeah. This short, sharp stimulus um, improves all of those markers. Has been shown it improves mitochondrial mass, it improves cardiac peak flow, plasma volume,
0: and the, the capillary density. Yeah, got it. Amazing. And this is all with a five minute sprint. So then that that make, like begs the question. I think that I think a lot of people will be wondering about what is what is rehit because this is a rehit bike, the reduced exertion hit bike. What is rehit? It's it's uh, the way that I kind of view it is that it's like what we've just been talking about. It's it's like a hit workout, but doesn't burn through all of your stores. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's it's based on hit. It's it's a more advanced, it's a improved version of hit. Hit Mm -hmm. would so hit clearly has many benefits, and people recognize that. Most people would be familiar with hit, but a hit session. Um, would typically take fifteen twenty thirty minutes yep has quite a lot of intervals and would be perceived as quite hard by most people yes um and therefore there's a there 's a quite high barrier for for people to actually engage in that and so th- this has been around for many years, and scientists have studied well what what is the minimum dose you can get away with yes, to still get all. The benefits and titrated it back and just you know study after study, used less sprints, used shorter sprints until they reached a limit. And mm-hmm. yes, for example, one twenty second sprint is not enough. so that's yeah th- that doesn't work. so you you do need mm-hmm. two uh, because there's something about the these these molecules we talked about getting first released and then getting activated. so yes you you seem to need two twenty second sprints. And if you do shorter sprints, um, so we, we have on the bike you can do 2 15 second sprints or 2 mm-hmm. 10 second sprints. Tracy's favorite. Get, yeah <laughs> And they are they are actually um, substantially easier and they're still worthwhile doing. so the mm-hmm. yeah no doubt. the two times 10 second version has been shown to, to still deliver some 40% of the benefits of the the full 2 times 20 seconds
0: workout. Mm. So they're, mm-hmm. they're,
1: they're good workouts. But so you get less of the benefits. But sure, you know the the thing with exercise is it's it's not a one-off solution. It's not something you do once and then you're done with it. You you actually have to keep doing it. Yes, uh, and therefore I I think it's all wonderful how effective this is uh, adherence and being able to stick to it and and build a sustainable habit and have something that actually fits your life. Yes, is. Is super important because, uh, unfortunately, exercise is a bit like uh, is, is a bit like a diet. Really, if you if you do a diet for six weeks, yeah, you'll see benefits and so on. And then you you start eating normal again, and it'll also fade away. So you, you need something that's really sustainable that fits yeah. into your life and that you can do. You know whether it sunshines or rains, and and you can really stick to it. So you you can. Build up a lot of benefits over six to eight weeks has been shown. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's also been shown that if you stop exercising, you lose that again. So you right. really do need something. And roughly in the same period. So the, the detraining effect is is about as fast as the training effect. So you, yes. you need something to to keep doing it. And the, the rewards are really big. So there's, there's fitness, VO2 max, also metabolic health fantastic mm. benefits in terms of metabolic health and your, your risk of developing diseases like diabetes. So it's definitely worth it, but it needs to be something that that you can continue to do.
0: Yes. I mean, that is the most important part of fitness and health in general is consistency. Um, and fad dieting and fad exercising, which is a thing that nobody really talks about, are things too that it takes consistency. And it is interesting to note that in 12 weeks, so in eight weeks, you can increase your VO2 max by 12%. You probably lose your VO2 max in eight weeks if you stop doing these types of things. Let's talk about, though, you know, compared to a 30-minute jog, a five-minute workout on the carol bike, which is two times 20-second sprints over a five-minute period, how do they compare? And what happens with a 30-minute sprint versus what happens with a carol bike?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we, that we know actually precisely and reliably. Because that study has been done, and it has been done by Western University, Colorado. Mm-hmm. They, they got a couple of bikes from us. They paid for them. It was done completely independently, funded by the American Council on Exercise. It's a nonprofit that evaluates new fitness methods, equipment, and so on. Great. And they had a um, so randomized control study, 32 participants, half did three times a week, the re workout, mm-hmm. so they spent less than half an hour per week on exercise. The other group did five times a week, half an hour of moderate intensity exercise. So that's jogging. So they spent two and a half hours versus less than half an hour. And they did kind of a comprehensive set of tests before and after. First, very clearly, exercise works. Yeah. So also the the group that did five times a week jogging got some very good benefits. They mm-hmm. um, in those eight weeks got a VO2 max improvement of 6.9%. That's, that's also that's really Great. worthwhile. So yeah. well done, but the rehab group on the Carol bikes achieved a VO2 max improvement of 12.3%. So almost double.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: And then the other thing, uh, something called the METS Z score so, with all these participants, they've measured a basket of health markers. So, blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, waist circumference, and that, uh, and blood sugar levels. And those can be aggregated in something called the METS Z score. Got it. And that's, that's your risk of developing metabolic diseases. Now, the moderate intensity group that went five times a week for half an hour jogging got a risk reduction of 26.8%. So that's wow. again, that's really, really good. <laughs> that is amazing. But the, but the Carol Group, the the Rehit Group, got a reduction of sixty two percent.
0: No, so uh, more than double. That's yeah, insane.
1: That's, that is very remarkable. So that's what you would expect from taking a drug like metformin. Yes. Just without the downside of taking a drug like metformin, which which does have side effects. Yes. Um, so very remarkable and. And you spend two hours less on exercising. So, yeah, it's it, very clear results. And it's it's not just that one study. It's also been shown over and over again in other studies. Um, sometimes using the carob bike, sometimes using some some yeah lab equipment mm-hmm. um, that that doesn't really lend itself to be used at home. Yeah. Um, but the that the that the workout works. That mm. that has been established. And there's no doubt in the scientific community that it works
0: let's talk a bit about that like the the mechanism by which uh, you can decrease a person's risk of metabolic diseases like type 2 diabetes i'd love to check my mother-in-law's blood and see if she's still pre-diabetic because she was when she was got when she first started the carol bike i'd say that being down 20 pounds there's a chance that that has gone down but and also she's been using the bike for about eight weeks so, um but I'd like to know the mechanism by which that works,
1: yeah, yeah, so one thing is uh, again linked to these um, to the depletion of your glycogen stores mm-hmm. so the insulin plays a really important role in um, how we store energy, how we store sugar, mm-hmm. or how we access it. when you do these maximum intensity sprints and you mobilize lots of glycogen and you you basically empty your emergency energy reserve your body will want to replenish those as fast as possible got it and to 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 do that you need to have um, a good level of insulin sensitivity low level of insulin resistance and and that is exactly uh, so so diabetes or type two diabetes is then essentially that people become insulin uh, resistant and uh, that mechanism of storing fat, uh, storing energy in your cells and accessing it it again works much worse. And because you, you put your body into that situation, it has to get better at that. And the, the insulin sensitivity improves. Mm. And so that is also a thing that Helps with weight management. So, so, so weight management does have a lot to do just with um, your, your, whether you're in a calorie deficit or not. Yes, and that's. Um, I think most people would agree with that. But if you're insulin resistant and you, you're having a hard time to access the the energy stored in your fat cells, stored in your muscles, and so on, mm-hmm. it, it becomes much harder to um, sustain a calorie deficit. Whereas if you if you have a high level of insulin sensitivity. You're much better positioned to basically access your your, your oh, fat stores, and and therefore sustain a, a calorie deficit, and therefore weight management becomes a lot easier mm-hmm. than it would otherwise be.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of what I'm hearing you say is that. You get better at using the energy that's that you have. You get yeah. use, better at using um, the the sugar that the sugar that's in your blood, the insulin, the glycogen. I don't really understand glycogen and insulin that well, but it just sounds to me that that's what you're saying. It's like you get better at using the energy that you have, and therefore, exactly. and- kind of taking away the stores that are there, and, and and then your body replenishes itself, and that that in itself is a very healthy thing. Absolutely. My sweet zaddies. This episode of the Zaddy Zone is brought to you by a product I use literally every morning first thing, AG1. It is the ultimate multivitamin, especially if you want to make health and wellness simple for yourself. So what's in it and why do I take it every morning? Well, one scoop of AG1, I'm absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, adaptogens, to help me start my day right. This special blend of ingredients supports gut health, the nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. My favorite ingredients in particular in there, I love getting zinc first thing in the morning and I love getting some ashwagandha because I know it's great for all of those stressful days, right? It's keto, it's paleo, it's vegan. Can you imagine meeting that as a person, a keto, paleo, vegan? They would be terrible. But this as a product is delicious. It supports clear thinking, better gut health. It's a delicious way to start every day. And you start the day with like a serving of greens. That is a win. Let's talk cost, $3 a day. Don't at me. Less than a coffee a day, you can have athletic greens, $3 a day. I started drinking it because Andrew Huberman drinks it. David Sinclair drinks it. Tim Ferriss drinks it. And I do what they do because, well, they, they know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Athletic Greens is going to give you, listen to this, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash zaddy. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash zaddy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Excellent. Let's talk about cuz you brought up calories. So I think that's really important because you know with Tracy and her her weight weight loss, we have to had keep in mind like how much food is she consuming and then how much how many calories she's burning while she exercises. So a lot of people will be like it's not possible that in a 5-minute workout you can burn a bunch of calories. What do you say to that?
1: So they have a point. In 2 20-second sprints, you mm-hmm. really burn um, a relatively modest amount of calories. Mm. However, these re sprints and, and hit more broadly create, um, a really quite large amount of afterburn. So that's a, mm. a thing called excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. And it's Got a it. complicated thing. So there's, there's like a, there's seven, eight different mechanisms that, um, get worked through, but, mm-hmm. um, you can measure it quite easily. So if you if you do ex- these these types of exercises, and you have a, a, a essentially a gas analyzer on for yep. during the exercise and for the next uh, three hours afterwards, we've done that up to eight hours afterwards. You can measure how much above baseline your consumption is. Yes, and with a uh, these these extremely high rehit sprints, about. Two thirds of the calorie consumption is actually happens after you get off the bike. Got it. So for for one and a half to three hours afterwards, you're still burning energy at an elevated rate. And Got that it. means you, you actually have a meaningful level of, of energy burn. So when I do these these five minute workouts, I burn around 210, 220 calories. Mm-hmm on and off the bike, so including this afterburn. And yes. that, that becomes meaningful because so my baseline calorie consumption would be maybe around 2,000 calories or so, so then 10% more that that is meaningful
0: yes it sounds like what happens is that the body in replenishing itself after you do such a workout burns calories in order to do so
1: yes yes and that might be
0: a simplified version of the <laughs> truth but uh, that's how i'm um, thinking about it <laughs> uh,
1: and, and this is right and there's, there's there's like a stack of 7 8 mechanisms and i couldn't i couldn't rattle them all down but mm-hmm. yes so your heart rate and respiratory rate are elevated for a time then mm. you you have um, lots of metabolic waste products that the the body has to deal with. So all this half metabolized glycogen and lactate needs to be moved on, needs to be um, basically removed, mm-hmm. and that that creates afterburn. So there's there's a whole stack of different things that that contribute to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the effect one can measure it quite clearly, and it's about it's two thirds of the calorie consumption happen after you've got off the bike.
0: Got it. Uh, Just a personal question because I'm interested in this. Uh, I sometimes get into a cold plunge after the hit. Would that blunt the effects?
1: As far as I know,
0: it doesn't, no. Okay. Um,
1: So first, the longstanding assumption or kind of generally held belief is that cold exposure doesn't interfere with um, cardiorespiratory training. Got there it. has been um the belief that it would blunt the effect of um, resistance training yeah so hypertrophy for, for but even there, I've just uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I, I've seen a paper published that um cold exposure and and heat exposure also after resistance training does not blunt the effect. so, you know, there's one study. Maybe there's other studies coming out later. The science might not be entirely settled, but that was like I came across that paper just a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, Here, yeah, Andrew Huberman actually kind of posted the link on on Twitter, or maybe it was Professor Galpin. Oh yeah, they've, they've just released a, a series on on exercise. Very interesting. Yeah, Galpin's great. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And and he he actually posted the the paper on Twitter. Mm. To, to say, no, it doesn't seem to interfere. So if you feel like a cold plunge after your your workout, workout, all means do it, yeah.
0: I'm trying to get it all done in the morning, mate. That's what's happening. Like, I'm like, if I can get a five-minute workout in and re- like getting building my VO2 max and get in the cold plunge, and I feel like they go well together and in that order, I don't want to go cold plunge to the bike.
1: And actually, so the cold plunge has some of the same mechanisms in terms of helping you, because the cold plunge also... Triggers the release of this PGC one alpha mm. um, master regulator of mitochondrial biogenesis. So you're you're playing into the same adaptation pathways. Got it. So even though it's obviously quite different, but you you put like two stresses onto your body that that have the same mechanism to make you fitter and stronger.
0: Before you mentioned something about serotonin and increasing serotonin by using the carol bike, and I know that we're just on the subject of. You know cold exposure, cold exposure increases dopamine or epinephrine, epinephrine. I want to know about that serotonin increase via using the carol bike for anybody who doesn't know what serotonin is, if you're a depressed, you have a depleted level of serotonin, a chronically slow level of serotonin, so if you're a depressed person or an anxious person, this could be really helpful to you, but please, Ulrich, I'd love to know
1: yeah, so I, I won't be able to go into all the mega detail on that one. But the the key thing there is lactate. Mm -hmm. So when you exercise anaerobically, so you don't have it. So that means not with enough oxygen to burn those carbohydrates. What happens is you you break those carbohydrates down into lactate. Mm. Lactate is kind of in the muscle. It makes your muscle burn and uh, it, it's basically the limit for you to that. That's what makes you stop Got going it. all out for extended periods. Mm-hmm. So that's what what stops you doing that exercise for too long, and that's why twenty seconds really is enough in terms of how you feel. Yes, but then the lactate does get transported into the brain, and now don't ask me for the exact uh, mechanism, but there it plays a role in the production of norepinephrine and and serotonin. Mm. And therefore helps with reduction of anxiety and improved mood in a way that aerobic exercise doesn't. Because, so if you do slow, steady state exercise, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you you just wouldn't, like, it would take a lot longer to build up lactate levels that are relevant for that mechanism in the brain that affects mood and anxiety, uh, inhibitory control, and so on. So there's high intensity
0: exercise. Like rehit mm-hmm. uh,
1: has a way to do that,
0: whereas jogging doesn't. And this use of lactate, like this idea of lactate, because I feel it at the end of the twenty-second sprint that I do, the lactate is built up in my legs. Now, is that does that increase muscle mass? Could it, if you um, eat enough protein? you know.
1: So, in fact, we we have this is, has not yet been published, um, but again, that's Western University, Colorado, and I had sight of some of the data. Um, and we have our own data, of course. what what we do know is that the exercise improves strength and power
0: mm, mm. Um,
1: and also by a meaningful level. So after eight weeks, we had uh, apologies that the numbers are all a bit similar, but we had about fourteen percent increase in in strength. So if you measure one rep max mm-hmm. on on a squat without doing other things, participants in that separate study is going to be published soon so 14% improvement in their maximum strength got it in their one rep max so it does clearly for for power strength have a positive effect as well mm-hmm. but whether it leads to hypertrophy I don't know we've mm-hmm. not looked at it my genes didn't get too small yeah I, I'd rather kind of have a smaller gene size yeah but certainly, so so I also do a bit of resistance training. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that even without specifically doing like leg day, I'm actually quite good at squats and deadlifts and so on, because I do this, this rehit exercise on, on the carol bike. And yeah, we, we see it in our data and it's, it's uh, been shown, or it, this, this new paper will, will show it that it does have a very positive effect also on strength.
0: Got it. I know a lot of people are out there listening and going, well, I don't have a carol bike right now. How can I go and do this? Is there a way to mimic the carol bike? Yeah.
1: So first, um, the, the research was all done before the carol bike existed. So, so clearly, it must be possible to do it on something else. Mm. And the, the researchers used some kind of specialized research equipment, bikes that are basically operated by a second person. Their, their weight's hanging off them. And a lab technician controls the bike while you do the exercise. Got it. gives you instructions, operates the bike, and then that's how it's been done for a long time. That's how the original research was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, it's not very practical for home use. Yeah, yeah? so they're, they're quite expensive and not everybody has a lab technician kind of at their disposal all the time. So we were when we came across the research, we were super fascinated by it, fell in love on first sight and thought, Wonderful! I want to do that at home, and I got myself a normal exercise bike and tried to do it. And it's like, uh, no, it's nothing like what what I've heard about it. Yes, and and we we spoke with the researchers. We're, we're collaborating with many of the leading scientists in that field, mm-hmm. and and they advised us, look, it needs to have this, 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 and this, and it just didn't exist at the time. And so this is was like ten years ago now, and we decided, okay, okay let's let's develop a consumer friendly option to to bring this amazing science to users yeah and um kind of the drawbacks of doing it on a regular bike is you you need to get the correct resistance yes uh, so that that wouldn't be quite easy to figure out on a normal bike you need to apply it at the right time and that's basically just after you've picked up a lot of speed so you, you start pedaling really fast yes and then the resistance has to kick in got it and the resistance has to kick in almost instantly. And that's really, really hard to to get right to on mimic your yeah. bike. Yep. Yeah. So, so, so we've built Carol and it's, it's optimized for that. It really does that very, very well. It does also a lot of other things, but it's really optimized for that. You could try on a normal bike, but it's not great. And I think most people would get it wrong and don't even know what it feels like to do maximum intensity. Yes. Now, how, how else could you do it? I, I would not try it on a treadmill or a stepper or an elliptical. I think there's just the, the injury risk is too high. Yeah. Body weight, uh, I don't think you'd get to the right levels of intensity. If you have access to an air bike, so that's something like if your gym has an air bike, yeah. or in fact, if you have an air bike at home, you, you can try. That's yeah. That's not a bad way of doing it. Um, there's some drawbacks. So an air bike is essentially a bike with one gear.
0: One, Yeah, it's one level of resistance. He's talking about the assault bikes. Maybe other people would refer yeah, it to yeah, as yeah. an assault exactly, bike. Exactly. But it's only one gear of resistance. It doesn't get any heavier. It doesn't get any lighter. It's always the same resistance.
1: And and it will. I mean, it gets, it gets heavier the faster you go. But there's like an optimum speed for you to reach your maximum intensity. Mm-hmm. And whereas the air bike has basically one gear, mm-hmm. uh, if I may call it like that, our bike has, um, 250 gears. Right. So we can optimize it for your mother-in-law, for, for my mom who's, mm-hmm. who's turning 80 this year and is, um, doing it every other day. Wow. We can optimize it for, you know, somebody your age or some, some 30-year-old CrossFit athlete. We can optimize it for a 20-year-old female. Mm-hmm. The air bike is not a bad alternative. Mm-hmm. Please do try it if you have access to it by all means. But we, we've we developed that special thing that's yeah. just No, a you develop something better. It. Exactly.
0: And I just want to make clear to everybody listening, like this thing, the carol bike, when you'd go for the 20-second sprint, the first few seconds, you're just all out and there's no resistance. And then, bam, it kicks in. And then it's pushing against you. And once you've used it a few times, the bike has learned your body and pushes against your body at, at a resistance that it knows is going to challenge you for 20 seconds. And by that, I look like an animal doing it, by the way. It's a very intimate thing. I don't want people around me looking at me because I'm like foaming at the mouth. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. So um, <laughs> that that is, and on, on our website, we, we have we have videos of models performing that in a, in a relatively controlled way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does like going really all out. Um, I've also filmed myself. I've not yet posted it on. No, I think there are, there are some videos of me competing against others on the bike and it does look a little bit um you look like a madman yeah you're you're sprinting it's crazy exactly
0: it's supposed to be like that though you know
1: even if you don't have an air bike um Mm. well one thing like just a running track so um Mm. that i I think could also be an acceptable alternative so you you don't get all the metrics um your, your joints have to be you know have to be able to sustain sprinting all out on a running track, there would be a trip hazard and so on. But if you if you just go for mm-hmm. casual warm up, two minutes, and then run like the devils behind you or a tiger, yep, um, for twenty seconds, um, I think you you could mimic that as well. Like not many people do that. You would probably get some weird looks in the park. Yep. But um, <laughs> that's that's a way of doing it. So yes. Again, I think if it was possible completely without uh, equipment we wouldn't have spent 10 years developing specialized equipment for it. Like we're not that daft. Yeah. But if you want a really low cost alternative, you can try that.
0: Love that. Thank you. Uh, Now I want to know what you're developing next. Is there a way are you taking, are you going to do something other than the bike? And is there going to be another option? So
1: yeah, I can give a little bit of an outlook, for example, that the next thing we're going to release very shortly is focused on adherence and, and habit forming. So at the moment, we kind of how can we optimize the workout for not just maximum benefit and maximum effectiveness, but also for the best possible emotional response. So we can um, advise you mm. um, how how long the recovery period should be, how long the sprint period should be. Maybe maybe it's better for you to do uh, slightly more sprints yes. but shorter ones. To, to get you to adhere, to, to basically help you find something that works for you. Mm. Even if if you get slightly less benefits, that, that you can stick to it, can fit it into your life, and you you, you, you will just do it yeah. because it, it feels also nice enough. Um, so that's one thing. And then, yeah, longer term, I, I'd love to have something to, to improve strength, for example. But um, there's there's nothing nothing scheduled yet. So this is something we're, we're interested and and look into. And there's there is actually um, some some pretty cool equipment for strength already on the market. Maybe maybe we'll have some more ideas on that. But but there's nothing to announce.
0: Got it. Now I'm aware of that strength equipment. That stuff that pushes against you it's kind of similar to, it's like it's like ai mm. uh, strength training it's like the carol but strength yeah yeah
1: a- exactly exactly no and we, we can give a shout out so so um airx um they're, they're very clearly not home equipment well uh, unless unless you, you're really rich yeah yeah exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> so those are very big pieces of equipment mm-hmm. that that have a quite similar philosophy that um you you, you work for the shortest amount of time but in that time, you, you go to maximum intensity, yep. and they're, they're also great.
0: Yeah. Mate, mate, thanks so much for coming on the show and chatting to us. How do we best keep in contact with you?
1: Yeah, so it's, it's carolbike.com. Do have a look um, at our website, so for, for your audience, for your listeners. Have a look at the website.
0: We also created a code. We'll create a code Zaddy. Um, just okay. to, for the show, that'd be great. We Good. should do that. Good,
1: and we're not in stores, but no we have—I would say—industry-leading home trials. So you you can get the bike, you can you can try it for up to 100 days. If it's not for you, you just call us and give it back. We pick it up. You get a full refund. If it is for you and you feel. The benefits and 100 days was really long enough to feel the benefits you keep it so, Amazing. so that's that's how we work
0: 100 days that's that's more than eight weeks so that you can really
1: yeah 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 it's a lot it's a lot and yeah. um, so you will really in that period be able to see do you get fitter and stronger and is it something you can stick to
0: so carolbike.com and we'll have the code zaddy for you to, to go ahead and trial the bike are you on social media at all are we uh, can we follow you there? Yes.
1: Absolutely. So at Carol Bike on pretty much all platforms, please do follow us. Okay, great. And we follow you. Yeah, we love it.
0: (laughs) Good. I'm glad I can keep you somewhat entertained. Um, I'm a big fan of the Carol Bike. I'm I'm very appreciative and very glad to have one in my home. And I'm sure if my mother-in-law was here right now, she'd thank you you. for what you've done for her. You've uh, given her something that she can adhere to. And I think that's the most important thing, what we mentioned before about consistency, is can you adhere to... The exercise that you're doing, will you stick to it over a long period of time? Health and wellness isn't an eight-week trial. It is a, it is a, an ongoing, it is an ongoing thing that we need to be doing. Um, and so, to give people the opportunity to adhere to their fitness regime, actually adhere to it, give, getting the maximum amount of benefit in less time—five minutes a day, five minutes actually three times a week. Thank you. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Zaddy Zone, I encourage you to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars. And if you feel so generous, please write a review. Say how much you loved it. Um, I only want to provide value to you, and I hope you're feeling some value by listening to it. We're not asking for any money. Just a nice old rate, review, subscribe. XOXO, zaddy.